Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Ozzy. In this episode, we will review Deepwater Horizon and recap this week in TV. And we are also joined by a special guest. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how are you doing? I am... I'm tired today. Really, it was a very long day today. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, let's let's start off real quick, just right off the bat, let's introduce our guest here and not leave him hanging here. We are joined by the programming coordinator for the Schmoes No Show on YouTube, and I believe he does some stuff with Collider Video as well. Ace, Andres Cabrera, Ace is what we're going to call you. That's your name on the Schmoes No Show, and that's what we're going to call you here. How are you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm I'm, I'm good with Ace, too. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, and that, that title, man, it's not so fancy. I'm not used to it. It's hearing it from you guys. It's like, it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. We, we've given ourselves official titles, but, you know, they don't really mean anything, so it's Dude, fine. Official titles, they're, they're great, man. Because it really is like, it just sounds so cool. When you just say, it sounds just, so professional. I know, right? Yeah. You sound like such what a pro, even though I'm like, a... I help out. I mean, I guess. Sure. <laughs> yeah, we're actually, we're getting business cards, and that's, that's when it's going to feel really official. That's, Dang, <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, yeah. Dude. This this is exciting. I'm I'm actually really really excited for this episode. We got a pretty good movie to talk about. We got a lot of TV to talk about as usual, um, and it's pretty good. It, it it'll probably make up for the fact that we got that horrible news. I want to get you guys' opinion on this, but that horrible news about the Lion King. They're making a, Carlos 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 before, a remake? before what? we even talk about this, bro. Before we even talk about this, I have some great news. I actually want to oh talk my about. Gosh. Um, I just want to let everybody know that I won in the polls this time, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Okay, just to inform Ace here, if you didn't listen to our last episode, um, we had, we, we have, we, a lot of the times we get into these debates where we just, these random things that we're just talk like we're messing around on the podcast and these things come up and sometimes I'm like, you know what, let's put it to the people. So we put out a poll on Twitter and I was 2-0 and o in these polls but Ozzy finally claimed a victory, and this poll, I knew I was going to lose. I, I was definitely the underdog going into it, but what we asked was, who deserved the Oscar last year for Best Actor, Leo mm -hmm. or Michael Fassbender? So let's get your opinion. Let's let's see. Maybe this will balance out the poll. You know what's funny? At work, I recently talked about this, and <laughs> I don't know where it came from, but I just randomly started a conversation by saying, Michael Fassbender should have won the Oscar last year. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. See, right, gonna, I've got the smart people on my side. Like two other polls, too. It, and, and I could go into deep, deep detail as far as why I think that, but that's up to you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, we, uh, maybe we can say that, but because, yeah, yeah we, we had, we went into a huge debate on it in the last episode, so we don't want to like wear down our listeners anymore on the issue, but I, it was worth, I'm, I'm very excited that you're on my side. That's, that's, that's what's important, Ozzy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, all right, you have your victory in the poll. You have your victory. As, as far as performances go, right? Yes. As far as like a career, yes. I mean, Leo definitely deserves it. That's oh, yeah. for sure. But as far as performance for one movie, agreed. I think it's Michael Fassbender. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was sitting there cheering when Leo got the Oscar, oh, but I was excited for him. Yeah. Exactly. But you know, he, he just, it wasn't as good as Fassbender. Fassbender gave a, in my opinion, probably a career defining performance thus far, but that's, Oh, he was great in shame too. I don't know if you've seen shame. I haven't actually. That's oh, dude. Watch shame. Watch shame. He, he, he pulls out a performance that, all I can say is that he almost brought me to tears. It's, oh, it's so good. I mean, I'll put that on my list then. I've got like a list of like 300 movies I need to watch. It's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, real quick, do you know what it's about? No. It's okay. So basically, it's not, I'm loosely defining it. It's mm-hmm. probably not if you look it up, but this is how I would define it. It's basically about a sex addict, right? Mm-hmm. And that's Michael Fassbender. But the thing about him is that it, 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 every time you hear the term sex addict, it almost sounds kind of funny, right? Like mm-hmm. you almost think like, that's not real. That's just the guy who, you know, wants to have sex, but it brings it down to such a raw and real, like almost like as if he was a drug addict and he's yeah. like killing himself. It's amazing. That sounds it's incredible. Beautiful film. It's uh, the same guy who did 12 Years a Slave. Uh, oh, Stephen Queen. is it? Wow. Okay. Yeah, I definitely. Am <laughs> no. Dude, I love 12 Years a Slave. Speaking of what I just watched Queen of Cotway. We're going to review that on our next episode. But yeah, I'm excited to review that one. Um, but anyway. All right. Let's let's kind of move along here. Oh, but we never talked about Lion King. I want to get real quick. What did you guys think? Of, what do you guys think of this news that they're doing Lion King um, or live action, quote unquote, version? It's not going to be really live action unless they put people in it. But what do you guys think of this? Uh, um, oh, hey, shoot, you, you, you're, you I was going to say you go for it, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I just don't understand at this point. Why do we need to do this? Lion King is one of these classics where I just feel that do not need to be touched ever. This is it's I, fine the way it is. You know, it's funny, man, because I can a- I-, I can answer that. I can answer why. <laughs> <laughs> money, yeah, money, 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 money. Yep. But dude, I'm I'm totally with you. I I don't understand. I mean, my thing is making a live act like you just said a, a live action. It's it doesn't not make live any action. sense. It's, it's animated it's yeah. still animated because it's still cgi yeah so i mean it'll be photo a friend put it better photorealistic mm-hmm. sure but it's still live it's still animated it's still an animated movie Agreed. which is to me it's recreated an animated movie which doesn't make any sense because it's a perfect movie yeah i i agree look we both ozzy and i both have lion king as our number one mo- um, animated movie of all time so we're definitely with you there and i'm not one to actually i'm really not one to complain about remakes in general like i think a lot of the times it's beneficial it can point people back to the old older movie but this one is just like why and and especially for me because i do have such a nostalgic and emotional tie to that movie but it's just it i i'm really struggling with this one but and let's all right let's move on um <laughs> i'm going to go on a rabbit trail here all right let's move on to deepwater horizon um we both or we all have seen this film i believe so let's let's kind of just talk about it spoiler free of course as usual um but really it's a historical event so again not too too worried about the spoilers here but you know whatever um, Deepwater Horizon. Ozzy, let's start with you. What did you think of Deepwater Horizon overall? 
I thought it was actually a pretty good film. Uh, I think they gave, starting off with our positives here, Mm -hmm. I think Mark Wahlberg did a good job in this movie. I think he did a, this is, I think this is him trying to bounce back from some of his last failures in, in movies, and I think he did a pretty good job. Um, you really root for this character, and you end up really care for, caring for this character, and they, they took time with you actually getting to know him and um, stuff like that. So I think they did a great job kind of developing um, his character and really seeing who this guy is. And mm-hmm. um, so I think he did a great job. I think I think the overall cast did a great job. Kurt Russell, Kate Hudson. I thought Russell um, gave the best performance of the movie, in my opinion, but... Yeah, I mean, he was, he was, he was one of the best parts in that, in that movie, to be honest with you. I mean, he did a great job. Um, this movie was really great. They had getting, you know, when it, when it hits the second act, that's when you're really like on the edge of your seat. And that, that is right there. Like it was great at really keeping, keeping you engaged. Mm -hmm. Um, that's what that movie did. It really kept, kept, kept you engaged. And I also want to give a, uh, uh, a shout out to Gina Rodriguez. She stars in um on a show on the CW, mm-hmm. and she also did a great job. Uh, this is the first thing I've seen her in. I haven't seen it. I don't watch the show, but I, th- I think she did a pretty good job in the movie as well. Agreed. All right, um, Ace, what did you think of Deepwater Horizon? This movie, man, it, it's such a it, it, it grips you. It really does, and it, it's very it's very much a teeth grinding type movie where mm-hmm. you're just grinding your teeth the whole time, and you're just you know, holding your chair and kind of like so into this well, it's such a, it's almost, a, it, it, I, w- I was talking to my dad about it after I saw the movie. And, you know, when you hear about the BP oil rig, you know, disaster that went on, uh, at least for me, you hear about it in a very, in a very large scale. You yeah. hear about it, you know, financially, the financial fallout of BP, you know, uh, you know, you hear about the oil spilling into the ocean and how that can destroy, you know, you know, you hear about all these big issues, but you don't really hear stories about the people who were actually there going through this disaster. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's such a it's such a terrible disaster that they went through. But yeah, this movie, it, sound design, uh, oh, the sound, yeah, the sound, yeah, the sound in this movie. Was I mean, it, it really grips you. Uh, to me, these are two hits from from Peter Berg, who did uh, Lone Survivor as well, and mm-hmm. yeah, and he's a he's a great director. He's great. Yeah, I I completely agree. Um, especially when you're you're talking about like the emotional or the, the human aspect of the movie, and oh my gosh, I completely agree. They they completely kind of scaled it down to this huge thing that happened that we all remember, but they scaled it down to such a relatable level, especially for Mark Wahlberg's character. Um, I agree with you, Ozzy. He was very well developed. Um, I liked the way his character just overall was written. And then Wahlberg, again, gave a very good performance. Um, I don't think it was anything groundbreaking, but it, it was a very good performance. Um, yeah, I, I have some issues with, a little bit of issues with the script, but then, like you said, like you kind of broke... Uh, both brought up there once this film kind of hits like the second half of the movie when it gets to the actual chaos of that event it is just it's incredible they they it was well shot it was well paced you're on the edge of your seat like you said ozzy um it was well acted it just and i'm so glad you brought up the sound because that's actually one of the positives i have written down is the sound design and mixing in this movie was so good so good. Mm-hmm. If this movie doesn't get nominated for that, I will be blown away. It was just that good, honestly. 
Yeah, yeah. I think the sound was incredible in this movie. Just like just seeing everything and you hearing everything, you're just like, oh my goodness. Like it was crazy. Especially leading up to that event. Mm-hmm. You're you're seeing everything. You're, you're like that like I think this is like the most engaged. You're just like, guys, like you have to get out of here now. Like stop what you're doing because just seeing everything, um, it was crazy. And um Gosh, that movie was just—it was fantastic. I—I um, I actually had the theater to myself. Oh, really? Watching. Wow. Yeah, I, I had the because it was—it was—it's was, a Thursday night, and it, I saw it. I saw it around like nine forty-five. So, I mean, I'm not surprised, but yeah. Um, this—I was just—I was—I was like, say, I was—I I got the liberty to like talk to myself, like, <laughs> wow. I was like, oh crap! Like it was crazy. So, um, um we've all so, kind of talked about like the big like obviously the second act and or the third act i guess it would be of the movie but what did you guys think of the build-up and the first act ace i mean i thought the build-up was very important because to me the build-up is is basically kind of breaking down what exactly did bp fail to do for Mm -hmm. this stuff that you're about to witness take place right Mm -hmm. so it's 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 the it's them letting us know that hey this this is why it it didn't uh, this is why this BP rig, which you know it's going to explode and go yeah. up in flames, did so because they failed to do what what they failed to do certain things that BP could have done to prevent it. So I thought the buildup was was really well done. It's a little bit jargon heavy mm-hmm. uh, for people who That's aren't true. following along, and it's a little di- if you can't get past the accents, which I can, mm-hmm. but if you can't, then I guess there's a little bit of frustration with it. But it's for me, it felt great, man. I felt like it was really well done. Um, yeah, I, I kind of agree with you there on, on like the jargon and kind of the terminology that they were using. Some of it was like, I have no idea what you're saying right now. Um, but overall, I do agree with you. And that was actually one of the things that surprised me about the movie. I was expecting that we were kind of going to get this character drama heavy stuff at the beginning to make us care about all these characters. And then the disaster happens, right? But instead, it was more a film, like you were saying, about what went wrong. And I thought that was pretty, or pretty unique, I guess. And it was pretty effective overall. I do wish they did focus a little bit more on some of the side characters at, at, at times, just because sometimes, like, some of these people died and I was just like, I couldn't tell you from the other guy. I just, you know, as horrible as it is, I wasn't attached to him as a character, you know? Um... So that was, we're kind of leaking into negatives right now. But, um, Ozzy, do you have any more positives you want to talk about in this movie? Um, I, w- I would just like to say, I mean, I don't, I mean, um, it's not really spoilerish, um, in a sense, but yeah. it does, um, it does pay sort of a tribute to the, to, to that particular day in the movie. Yeah. So after, I'm just going to mention that. So, I mean, it, it does pay a really nice tribute to them. So it, um, I haven't really seen anything like that. Um, that movie that that I've seen in a movie actually, like where they pay tribute to those who were lost that day. So I, I, that's just like a nice touch that they added to the film that yeah. made it really surreal to me. And this actually just this this happened like six like a little over six years ago. So yeah. it's it's a fairly recent event, guys. Yeah. And I do think you guys um, should check it out. It's 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 a, it's a, overall it's a good movie. So. Um, that's my that's my positive. Yeah. One one more question before we move on to our like just getting into our negatives. Um did you guys get emotional in this movie, especially towards the end? 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I, I started to tear up a little bit, and Bobby, actually, one of our head of marketing, actually, speaking of those official titles, um, he came, came into the movie, like, in the last five, ten minutes of the movie, because he had went to go see something else, and he came in at the end because my movie was still going. And he was crying when it came out. Just, he just was, and I was like, dude, you didn't even see the entire movie. And he was just crying. So I think that as, as much as it's probably because he loves Mark Wahlberg. So when he, when Mark Wahlberg cries, he cries. But, um, I think that speaks to how well done some of Mark Wahlberg's, um, scenes with his family, especially were at the end. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. to me, that shows how... I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. No, no, no. no. Ace, you go. You go. Sorry, man. <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, to me, that shows the effectiveness the effectiveness of this movie, right? Because if Peter Berg can, can make you cry, I mean, I mean, all this lead up and all this story and all these... Everything from the performances to the actual event that takes place, if it brings you to tears, then man, this movie did its job. I mean, that's a powerful movie mm-hmm. right there. I completely agree with I completely agree with Ace. I mean, this I think I think Mark Wahlberg is sort of un, underestimated as an actor per se, and I think he did. I think I think one of the most powerful scenes I've actually ever seen him do was, was in this movie in that last yeah. that last him. Yeah, it, it was just so powerful, and I was actually shocked seeing that from him because I haven't seen him I haven't seen him pull pull that before, and I just thought, man, like this guy is such an underrated actor. Um, there he, he is. is. He he did a great job in this movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's gonna get nominated or no. anything, but I do I do think that he did a great job and, and uh, he definitely added to that scene. And the movie did did do a great job in really um seeing seeing him with his family and and, and seeing that you know this is this is a guy who cares for his family. Yeah. This is a guy who has a family at the end of the day. Um, and it definitely so, helps that they he had great chemistry with Kate Hudson, surprisingly, actually. And the little girl was very cute, so that definitely helps you care about the family situation. Yeah, I mean, they um, had they all had great chemistry with yeah. one another. Um, it, it felt like it felt like a little family. I was watching, like, oh, that's cute. So, <laughs> um, I thought I thought that last scene, especially, was was fantastic. From the, you know, especially seeing them in the opening scene as well. Yeah. Um, so I thought it, I thought it was really uh really good. Yeah. All right. Let's move into our just straight up negatives here. Um, Ozzy, you want to start us off? Um. Yeah. Sure. I'm just gonna say some of the some of the CGI, and it's not like a huge gripe, but some of the CGI was I was like that could have been cleaned up a bit. Um. Mm-hmm. Just like when we were talking, like when we saw like the second half, like getting into like the third act, I really noticed some things, and I was like, oh, it could have been cleaned up a bit. No, it wasn't something like it, it was like a huge gripe for me, but I just noticed it mm-hmm. in the movie. Okay. Um, I I didn't really have an issue with the CGI overall, but it, maybe I would just was I don't know maybe I was just too into the movie to pay attention. Who knows? Um, Ace, do you have any negatives you want to talk about? Yeah, you know it's crazy. You know it's a good movie when you when you struggle to get negatives, right? Yeah. I mean, to me, I mean, I know it's so fresh in my head. So maybe as time sits, I'll find more negatives. Mm-hmm. But um. I mean, yeah, I think my only negative I already kind of named. Yeah. I, a little bit of jargon's a little bit jargon heavy at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it, it, mo- it, when it's going through the jargon, it doesn't go back and explain it to you. It's almost like if you missed it, we'll kind of explain it later, but we won't. Yeah. So it's at a quicker pace, but I, I don't, it's, that's it. And that's me nitpicking. So yeah. I, it's a really excellent movie. I mean, I guess my only negative is if you're not, if you're not into disaster movies, you won't like this movie. <laughs> But that's you pretty much know what you're getting into. So, 
yeah, man, it, it's very little negatives for me. Fair enough. Um, mine, I, I already kind of talked about one here, which was I kind of felt like some of the other side characters, I needed a little more time with them, just a little more stuff written into the script for me to care about them so that when all this happens, you know, and that's the struggle you have with disaster movies sometimes. It's like sometimes it can lean towards disaster porn. And I don't think this was like close. This wasn't even close to that. But um, there were times yeah. when I was just like, I don't necessarily know i can't like i said i couldn't even tell one guy from the other so why how could i connect with them you know sure, um, sure. That, that's a that's a good point i noticed that as well yeah. yeah um and then also this is a more specific one but the main bp guy I, his performance was just i don't know it was kind of off for me i just could not get down with it um he, main bp guy yeah he he was the the one who basically really pushed them to just forget the test and move move forward with it. It was almost like, I mean, I get that they were trying, like, it was probably pretty accurate, but it almost felt like... about John Malkovich? The guy yeah, about yeah. John yeah, he was, I don't know, he just, it almost felt like a mustache-trolling villain at times, but, I mean, maybe that's actually how it was, and then also, like, I don't know what voice he, but I don't know, it was weird for me. I just couldn't get down with his performance. Maybe I'm alone. Yeah, I, uh, I, didn't, I didn't feel it distracting at all. I felt like he, he kind of, I feel like that's what it was. That That's how, and I don't know. I, I think he, he played his, I know, he played I his part. I don't necessarily have a problem with his performance. I mean, um, or, or the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've worked, I've worked with, with, uh, with, with bosses like that. They don't care what you do as long as that job's done. And I think he did a great job of really showing that it's all about the money. They don't yeah. care what you do. As long, I'm, they don't even care if you work yourself. They just want that job done for the money. And I think he did a pretty good job of explaining yeah. at, at, um, at performing that. Um, I can understand if you kind of got annoyed with his accent. Yeah. That what might've been part of it. <laughs> if, if, that's, if that, if that was a part of it. Um, Cause I was kind of off by it. I was like, what? But it didn't really take me away. I'm just like, that's probably how the guy talked. So, I mean, I, I didn't really take me away Maybe. from, from, uh, from that experience. I think he did a pretty good job of this performance, to be honest with you. <laughs> to, to be but, fair, uh, when, um, you were saying you worked with bosses like that, Miles and Bobby were pointing at me. So I don't know what that says about me as a boss, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means, but hey, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. You want to rate this movie, or do you got anything else to add? Oh, let's rate this movie, man. What do you rate it, Carlos? All right. Um, I have a feeling I'm going to be a little lower than you two, but I have it at a 7.8 out of 10. Hmm. Okay. All right, Ace, what do you rate it, buddy? I know we didn't really warn you about this, but hey, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, Off the top of my head, I, I would say maybe like an 8.5 out of 10. Okay. Oh, yeah. wow. Solid. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I'm at, I'm at an eight, I'm like right between you guys. I'm at like an 8.2. 8.2. Okay. I'm like right between you guys. All right. That um, is fair. Um, that's, so that is our review of Deep Water Horizon. I, it's fair to say we would all recommend this movie. So go check it out in theaters. I definitely think it's worth the watch. Um, all right. You guys want to move into our TV recap for this week? Sure. Let's do it. Sure. All right. Um, as usual, I probably will have the most to say in this segment, but hey, whatever. Um, <laughs> let's start, but let's start off with a show that I know one other person at least is watches. I don't, I 
think I don't think you watched the most recent episode, but you have watched it, or you do watch the show Agents of Shield. Ace, you do watch Agents of Shield, correct? Oh yes, I do. <laughs> um, so what? Let Let's go back a week. What did you think of the season premiere? I thought I thought it was solid, man. You know, I I I briefly said that it, it's definitely it was definitely a lot of storylines kind of plugged mm-hmm. into. I felt like it was a little bit overstuffed, but as far as like an introduction for Ghost Rider, and as far as kind of letting us know where where uh, Daisy's at, um, I thought it was good. I thought it was a, it was a good solid opening, you know, episode. I agree. I thought it was a very good episode. I wouldn't call it a great episode, but it was very good. Um, the, oh, the premiere I'm talking about. And I do think it's funny you mentioned kind of things being a little overstuffed with a bunch of different storylines going on. I think that's an issue that carries over into this week's episode. Um, just a bit. And I would actually kind of say that this week wasn't as good of an episode. It was still fine, but it wasn't as good. Um, I really quick, I want to ask you about Ghost Rider. What do you think? Cause what I was nervous about going into this was that they were just going to make him an inhuman, um, and kind of take away the mysticism of it. Do you think they're going to go in that direction or what do you think? Oh, oh, I think that'd be a huge mistake to me. That's the first thing that came to my head when, when I was at, at you know, it's funny. I was actually at Comic Con at mm-hmm. the Agents of Shield panel when they officially confirmed it was Ghost Rider. Um, and when they announced it, that's the first thing that came to my head. I said, how are you going to take a show that's been, you know, dealing with aliens, 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 aliens this whole time, you know, with the Kree and with Inhumans and all of a sudden go into the supernatural realm with hell and with demons. And I'm like, whoa, this is such a big turn. I'm not sure how they're going to do it. But mm-hmm. if you're going to do it, you kind of have to stay in that direction. And the, the premiere did that. I don't know if the second episode, you know, you know, skewed away from it, but the premiere did that for me. So I'm glad. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping they keep that because it's crucial to the, you know, the character of Ghost Rider. Yeah. Um, it's funny you kind of mentioned that because I, I, do you watch the, the show Supernatural on the CW? <laughs> oh, Supernatural is my all time favorite yes. television show. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that show is fantastic. It's literally my favorite show. That and, and Game of Thrones are like my two oh, yeah. and Buffy is up there too. But for me, Supernatural is it takes even it even beats out Buffy for me and it's right up there with Game of Thrones as my all-time favorite Dude, TV show. We, we need to talk about Supernatural sometime because... Oh, I, I know episode names. I know, <laughs> I know every season. I know what turns it takes. Oh, that yeah, is great. That, uh, yeah. Dude, we're, we're huge Supernatural fans over here as well. Uh, so that's definitely um, great. But what's funny is the opening of the episode two of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. reminded me of a supernatural episode. Like That's it's fun. Cause point. my roommate yeah. watches supernatural, but he doesn't watch agents of shield. And he was leaving the room as I started agents of shield. And he like stopped and looked at the TV and he's like, are you watching supernatural? And I was like, no, I'm watching agents of shield. He's like, dang, I need to watch this show. And I'm like, yes, you do. <laughs> um, so th- it's funny. I do think like I'm getting a little more confident as we move along that they are going to stick with the more supernatural stuff. I still think that I would have preferred Ghost Rider be on Netflix. Um, but I, I think they're the writer. I trust the writers at Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. more than I do the CW, um, superhero show writers, but that's a whole nother discussion. Um, oh, no. 
I, I'm, I, I know it's a whole other discussion and I won't get into it, but I'm with you. <laughs> I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is better than any CW show. And I've said that many, many times. Oh. Any CW superhero show. I, I, don't, so, I wouldn't say that about the first season of Flash, but every other season of every other show, I'd agree with you. I, I agree. Flash is the only one that competes with it. But it, for me, the last season of Flash was a little up and down. Agreed. So uh, to me, overall, I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been... You know, season two and season three were just so good and so engaging and so fun that I feel like it's it's better than anything I've seen on as far as superhero for me currently. I I so I definitely agree with you, dude. I have been screaming on Twitter for two years now for people to watch Agents of Shield because I was actually one of those people who gave up on Agents of Shield halfway through the first season. I was like, this was horrible, and. (laughs) <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> and and oh. then um, somebody, like, I had been get, hearing so many good reports about Season 2. So before Season 3 started, I binge-watched Season 2, and I was like, that was pretty solid. I, I actually really liked that. And then Season 3, I contend, was just great television. I loved Season 3. And I, I've been standing on the mountaintop of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ever since. Um, so ever since that one um, with that one that's just Gemma, uh, that's when I was like, this show is amazing. Um, but that's, we're going back into Agents of Shield history now. Um, all right. So that was our Agents of Shield talk for the day. Um, let's see. What else did I watch? What's out? What else on Tuesday? Atlanta. Atlanta was a weird episode. Do you watch Atlanta, Ace? I do. And you know what's crazy, man? I was trying to catch up. I'm currently, I saw episode three. So I think I'm two episodes behind, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm currently two episodes behind, but my gosh, episode three was such a weird, trippy, fun, funny episode. That's I'm the one that hooked the me. Yeah, I'm enjoying the show a lot, man. Yeah, I I really liked it. I didn't love the last episode because they, they like I don't know if you saw the news headlines, but there was a black Justin Bieber in this episode. Like they just made Justin Bieber black and they called him Justin Bieber, and I was like, what the freak is going on right now? It's really weird. But uh, I, I don't know. It threw me off. Um, but it, it I do really enjoy the show. I actually recommended it a few episodes ago, and I would still recommend it because I think in the long run it's a very good show. Great cinematography. Um. Yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine, New Girl, great sitcoms. If you're not watching those and you're watching other sitcoms, I don't know what you're doing. Um, this is Us. Did you watch the first two episodes of This Is Us on NBC? I did not. No, I, I saw uh, you know Makuga and yeah. Sasha raving about it, but I did not watch it. No, highly recommend it. Um, you should definitely listen to them raving about it because I the first episode kind of blew my mind just how it ended and everything, but then. The second episode, it really, it tore my soul in half. It was very good. Um, I highly recommend it. Um, so that I will continue to recommend This Is Us. So wow, keep... man. I, I might check that out just because yeah. I'm really not a big fan of network TV too yeah. much. But, but dang, if you guys all say that, I'm, I might just check it out. Maybe even tonight. Yeah, dude. I'm, I highly recommend it. And actually, I texted my sister after I watched the second episode, I believe. I was like, Oh my gosh, you have to watch this. Sit down with my mom or sit down with mom and watch it. And my sister was like, why is everyone talking about this show? I've gotten so many recommendations to watch it. So it's definitely one of those shows that it's really getting to a lot of people, apparently. So yeah, I, yeah. Think it's worth watching. I'm the type of guy who, if you tell me to watch a good TV show, I'll watch it. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
Ozzy might have some words to say about that because I don't watch The Walking Dead and he's been yelling at me to watch it for forever. Love that show. <laughs> All right. right. Ozzy, you have you, a supporter. <laughs> can you please tell him to watch The Walking Dead? Like it's a I'm, great show, man. It's a great, great, great show. I'm, I've been telling him to watch it's it. It's so easy to watch because it's on Netflix now, too. Yeah, but I've been that's hearing, I'm, I'm I hear trying, so many I'm, up and down things about it and it's never been something that's really spoke to me. So I just, I don't know. I can't get there. I, I told this, I told this guy, I said, listen, I said, I said, just binge watch it and, and we can, we can at least have, a full season finale review of it by the time you watch it, because because you can be you can watch the episodes. You can actually catch up online. That's how I did it when I was in Missouri. I didn't have AMC. I watched it the next day on the website. I forgot what it's called. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, that's what I did, and I and it was and it's I loved it. I love that show. It's yeah. one of the best characterization shows that that has it. If you watch season one to like. To the current season and you look at the characters who are still there from season one you're just like wow like they have changed dramatically yeah and it's all practical change too it's change that makes sense it's so good yeah. uh, I, you're, you guys are doing a little bit better convincing me just because i trust amc when it comes to character development so i, I no, think that's I've, fair I've been, I've been telling you that for a while like this show if like bro, if if you look at like like I just said, if you look at from where they are, starting with I'm, I'm just gonna point out a character, Rick. If you look at where Rick starts to where he is now, especially like let's just say the ending of of um season uh, of season uh five or six, right? Mm -hmm. He is a completely different man. Like you're just like this this guy is gone. It's, like to who he was, like he's gone. And it's crazy because he is definitely up there as far as one of my favorite all-time fictional characters. And that's saying a lot. I love Rick Grimes. I have a poster of Rick Grimes. Dude, I just bought a Walking Dead poster not too long ago. Yeah, I have a comic book poster and I have a, a TV show poster of Rick. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm a big, big fan. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll consider it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, all right, moving on to Wednesdays. Um, American Horror Story. Do you watch American Horror Story Ace? I do not, know. Oh, man. This, I, I actually, I didn't watch the last two seasons just because I didn't like um, Freak Show, which was the fourth season, and then I didn't even bother trying with the fifth season, although I heard it was good. But this season is so different. It, I, it's a, I think it's a great starting point just because it's so unique and, um, it's got, it's kind of in a mockument, or not a mockumentary. It's more of like a documentary show type style where like they'll have actors playing the real people who are telling the story and then they'll have other actors reenacting what's happening. It's just so weird the way they set it up, but I, I'm really into how they're doing it. And, um, if you don't like horror, then obviously you should probably stay away from it. Or if you don't like American Horror Story brand of horror, where it's more like they're going to show you creepy things instead of actually trying to scare you, then I understand that as well. But I think this, if you if you're off of American Horror Story, I think this is one to get back in on. Um, so I will say that about American Horror Story this season. Uh, Designated Survivor, that's that new show on ABC with Kiefer Sutherland. This this was a low for me this week. I I think the show has a lot of potential just because of the premise. Um, but a lot of the times I'm just sitting there like I just missed 24. <laughs> That's all I keep thinking in my head. So I I don't know. Do you watch Designated Survivor? No, I I did the premiere. When was the premiere? Was that two on weeks Thursday? ago? 
two weeks ago. Oof, no, I'm behind then. Yeah. No, I, I don't, man. Um, the trailers look appealing enough, but again, I'm, I'm still a little bit not con- com- entirely convinced in network TV. I yeah, mean, well, who's, the, who's the network behind it? Um, it's ABC. ABC. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, Kiefer Sutherland as the president sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> but for some reason, I haven't, you know, made time for it yet. Yeah. Um, me, me and my friends keep just calling him President Jack Bauer. So. <laughs> Or President Agent Jack Bauer, as Bobby says. I don't know why he has to throw the agent in there. Um, but yeah, it, I, I think it's got a lot of potential. I hope that it lives up to it. And, but I do, this is one situation where I agree with you on the network TV stuff, because there are times when I'm just like, oh man, the acting quality is not up to par. That's what I'm like used to when it comes to like these amazing premium shows that we watch or, um, it's just it's rough at times but that's again another topic um all right ozzy now is your time to shine the blacklist what did you think of this episode i I didn't i didn't watch it yeah you did you lie (laughs) (laughs) um i thought this was a pretty good episode um i thought this season actually has been pretty good um just in general just the first two episodes Mm -hmm. Uh, liz liz is liz is liz at this point um (laughs) i don't even Oh my gosh. She's a frustrating um, character, definitely. She was definitely frustrating the last season, even though I, I did miss her when, you know, that happened. Uh, <laughs> Scarlet's gonna attest to that. I have a love hate relationship with Liz. Yes. Um, she can't, <laughs> you can attest to that. But, um, yeah, I thought this was a pretty good episode. Um, definitely, James Spader as, as, as Raymond oh Reddington. James Spader. It's almost. It's always a plus. That's even if even if the episode is it could be the worst episode ever. Mm-hmm. As long as he's in that episode, it, it, it's at least decent. Um, he, he always delivers uh, fantastic. The best episode I've ever seen is the one from last season where it's basically just him. I mean, it's honestly I know that he James Spader is in a bunch of stuff, and obviously people will go back to some stuff he's done on TV, be it The Office or some stuff he's done in movies. But to me, this is it might be the best we've ever seen James Spader. He is so good in the Blacklist. Ace, do you watch the Blacklist at all? I do not. No, oh, man, it's another one I I miss. No, oh man, dude. I think Dude, this is he, one of this is one show where if you watch the first episode, you will be like, I have to watch the rest of the show because it yeah, hooks I, I, you. I just got into it watching Netflix. Like I was just watching Netflix and I was like, what do I watch? And I, was, and I saw only reason why I watched this show because I knew this guy was going to be the voice of Ultron. So I was like, <laughs> let me check what this guy is about so I have so I can know what I'm talking about. And I got hooked on the show immediately. Like, and the first scene is this his character is also like sort of a comic relief because mm-hmm. he's so sarcastic, but he's also very smart. So oh he's gosh, very so he's very slick. He's very slick is the term I want to use. Yeah. Um, and it's just so great seeing him in, in character. And you're also really you ha- it's like you really it's like you really like him, but you know mm-hmm. that there's something that you shouldn't like about him. And it, it, it's just great. It's really he is yeah. a great character on the show. Um, um, kind of going, going back to last week, cause I, we didn't get to talk about it last week at all. Um, the premiere I thought was 
it was again it was one that really focused on spader and just when he when his character when raymond reddington gets pissed off you do not want to be in his way and that's what that episode really displayed like his fury and his wrath like just came down on this episode and it carried over into this this past episode on thursday because he did something which we're not gonna necessarily spoil because i it's a huge thing he did something that you're just like Oh my gosh, like, you do not want to piss this man off, even huh. if you're close to him. You do not want to piss him off. I, I it was love fantastic. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he does, like, his rage is, is great. Um, you, like Carlos said, you really don't want to piss him off. <laughs> you really want to be in his good side. You oh, really definitely. do want to be in his good side, because, um, that's, the best, that's the only option you got. Um, <laughs> yeah. What do, you, what do you think about how Liz is reacting with her? "Quote unquote father is still up in the air, but what do you think? Again, it's just I don't know. I don't know if it's uh, it's just her writing it. The, the writing that they're doing for her is kind of sort of frustrating in a yeah. sense. Um, you know, not to spoil anything, but she was sort of just like, I don't care. I want my baby. Now she's just like, oh, so you might be my dad. Yeah, so. it's she's very she's a very like, floppy character. Um and I I agree with you. I do blame the writing. And the, and the thing that annoys me is just, you know, spo- this is going to be a spoiler alert, not for this season, but just just for last season. Um she she she, you know, she runs away and then, you know, she she just, she always gives, when she's in trouble, this is the only thing I want to give Raymond Reddington. Yeah. I mean, every, every time she's in trouble, he's there to help her. Yeah. And then she just gives him this look, like, how dare you? Yeah. So how true. dare you? And I'm just like, you were about to die. How dare you? <laughs> like, what do you want him to do? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, let's, let's move on from the blacklist here. Um, I still, it's definitely still worth watching. I, uh, that's another one that my roommate actually watches and he's behind on it. He's like, he, he just hears James Spader speak and he's like, dang, I need to get back into the show. And I'm like, yes, you do. Because I even tweeted it out after I watched it the other day. All hail James Spader. He is amazing. Um, (laughs) so the other Thursday show that I watch is how to get away with murder. Um, I'm, I'm more, I'm down on this show. It's, I think it's been on a steady decline since it's many award winning season one. Um, but it's, it's just been on a decline ever since. And I, I hope it gets back to form. I, it does a good job of making you second guess what you think, you know, but overall it's just, it, it's a little too just over the top dramatic at times. And it, it's become a little formulaic, which is impressive that they were able to bring it all the way back to formulaic when the first season was so unpredictable. So I don't know. It's just, it's incredible in a negative way. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm still, I'm going to hang on for the rest of the season. Hopefully it improves. Um, but yeah. And then Friday, the only thing on that I watched is The Exorcist. I haven't watched this episode, obviously, because we're recording on a Friday, but the first episode I think is worth talking about because this is another one where I think it has a lot of potential and um, it's not something that I would overtly just say, you got to watch the show now, but I think it's one to keep your eye on, especially if you like horror TV, which I am a pretty big fan of. Um, 
I don't know if you heard of or watched Outcast on Cinemax, I believe it was on. Um, but that was a very good show over the summer. But do you like horror TV at all, Ace? Yeah, no, I love horror TV, man. Um, it's, I'd love it. I mean, I, it's not, I don't know if I've made it clear enough how much I love vampires, but <laughs> vampires like my favorite thing ever. So I, I adore vampires and horror TV <laughs> in general. It's great. But, uh, but yeah, I've, I've heard of Outcast. I haven't seen Outcast, but, but you know, what's funny at, at Comic Con, they released, uh, they do all the pilots and you yeah. get to see these episodes. My friend went to go see the exorcist. I didn't want to, mm-hmm. but, uh, he said it was great. He said it was really good. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Cause it, it doesn't look that great. It doesn't look promising, but apparently there is good word behind it. Yeah. So one thing I would definitely, this is a smaller thing that I would praise it for, but one thing I would definitely praise it for is the cinematography and the score. It just reminds me so much of the movie score, and I'm just like, this is glorious. And the way it's shot, for the most part, is really impressive. Again, for network TV, that's pretty good. So it's definitely something to keep your eye on. Um, obviously, Luke Cage released today. We have uh, I don't think any of us have watched too much of that. I watched one episode. Have you watched any of it yet? No. I mean, yeah. No. Um, have you? I watched one episode. Ozzy, did you watch any yet? Nope. Yeah, so we're going to have our review of that, um, I believe, next Friday, next Saturday or next Wednesday. So keep your eye out for that. We're not quite sure when that will be released, but it will be out in due time. And hopefully we'll have another guest on for that as well. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much it for TV. As usual, we'll have our big TV recaps. Actually, we're, we're going to have two TV recaps on our Wednesday episode. Um or yeah, on our Wednesday episode this this week because we got um, Star Wars Rebels as we did last week. Which do you watch Rebels, Ace? I do, and you know what's crazy? I haven't seen the premiere yet. Oh uh, man, wow, that so that's and I love Rebels. Like Rebels is the one thing that that I can like keep up with anyone as far as conversation wise because yeah. I I adore that show. I can just say that I I am in love with Hera. <laughs> I've been with Hera since season one. And everyone kind of brushes over her, but I love that character, and I freaking think she's great. Agree, that's a definitely an underrated character. So I agree with you. There. So underrated, and she's great, man. Yeah. I love. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll have our full on um episode two recap on our next episode. But uh, I you need to watch the premiere. It was a very very good premiere. I don't think it was as good as season two premiere, but it was very good. Um. And I think Rebels is on a very strong um, kind of winning streak right now. With exactly. when you talk about their last two episodes and then this one, it's it's they're on a very good streak right now. Yeah, it basically dominated the the con. I forgot what it's the Star a Wars celebration. Yep. Celebration, Star Wars celebration. Everyone was talking about Rebels because yeah. Rebels had such a cool reveal. Well, yeah, and they kind of didn't show anything for Celebration this time, except for Rebels. So, um, yeah, but, yeah, that. It, I, I'm hoping we get more next celebration because we're actually, for the most part, we're going to be at celebration. We're working nice. on trying to see if Ozzy's going to go, but, um, we are going to be at celebration. So we're very excited and hopefully we get a lot of episode eight stuff next time. Um, but yeah, so Rebels recap. And then also we'll have our very first Westworld recap. We're very excited for this show. Ozzy, you ready for this? Yeah, man. Dude, I, I've been hearing, I said this before <laughs> we started recording. Um, I've been hearing whispers that people at HBO are thinking this is going to be their next Game of Thrones. 
I, I, I mean, I know that's high expectations for it, but there's whispers. There's whispers going around that that's the case. And I am very excited for the show. I've loved the trailers. I think it looks so weird and just creepy and strange. And I'm, I'm in. <laughs> so it's definitely something that I'm excited to watch and excited to recap on our Wednesday episodes. Definitely. Um, yeah, Ace, are you going to watch it? Oh, I'm, I'm with you. Everything you just said is basically what I would have said. I, yeah. <laughs> I am so excited for the show. Every trailer has looked awesome. I mean, it, the cast looks great. I mean, th- this is a, one of those shows that I'm, I'm praying that it lives up to the hype because yeah. it looks really freaking good. Yeah, it's stacked cast. I glad you brought that up. The cast is loaded and I'm very excited for it. Um, so we got those recaps coming up. Uh, any other TV that I di- that I missed? Anything you watch, Ace? That I didn't talk about? <laughs> Anything that I haven't mentioned? I watch like an episode of Supernatural every morning. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm yeah. telling you guys, I, as far as Supernatural fans go, I, I'm up there, man. I might take the cake. <laughs> yeah, you you might, do. That's you might even be more supernatural, bigger Supernatural fans than us, and that's that's yeah, impressive. Every morning, this last one was Providence. I saw oh, uh, Providence. It's the one where they have the haunted painting. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's it's the a good whole, episode. Yeah, and it's the whole episode where basically uh, Dean is trying to to get Sam to get with that girl, and mm-hmm. it's so funny how the the whole the whole relationship of Sam and Dean is it's so well done, and you can Agreed. even see the glimpses of greatness in that in first season, man, in the very first season. Yeah, I, I love I love their chemistry. Their their chemistry is 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 some of the best dynamic I've ever seen on movie or television. It's just so mm-hmm. natural and um, yeah, no pun intended. But um, <laughs> uh, it, it's, <laughs> it's it's great. It's really great seeing them. I love the episode where uh, I think where I think Dean gets ghost fever. That's what it's called. <laughs> that's yeah. a great episode where um, he's just screaming at everything he's scared of everything what, oh, yeah, what's great. impressive <laughs> about Supernatural is that honestly it's la- it's lasted 11 seasons and honestly season 11 might have been the best it was that good I, I, I loved season 11 and it's incredible how good that show is considering how long yeah. it's been on the air yeah and uh, me rewatching season 1 you forget how good season 1 is yeah. man like, because it's so far away. So when I go back and rewatch it, you're like, man, you know, season two was great. Season three was great. And then you go back and watch season one and you're like, man, yeah, this is what kind of, you know, really drives the show forward. It, it's a great season. Yeah, dude, definitely. And we've kind of somehow managed to get back to our supernatural talk. It's impressive. Um, but before we kind of move into our recommendations and then signing out, I want to just ask you. Ace, a few questions just about kind of what you do over there, and then maybe if you have any advice for us as a um, beginning podcast over here. Oh yeah, as far as uh, Schmo's No podcast, yeah, yeah it's uh, so basically I help out um, Copster with anything he needs. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a little bit above me, and I help out with the entire running of the show. Um, since we are at the Collider Studios now, it's a lot of flipping over that we do beforehand. Um, so I help out with that as well. It's, Mm -hmm. it's a great experience, man. It's so cool when, when you get to like, you know, watch these guys on YouTube and and listen to these guys on on podcasts and listen to them on the show and, you know, actually calling in and being a fan and then having to work with them. And then when you work with them, they're actually good guys and good people there and people you actually want to hang out with. 
it, it's such a relief, I guess you can say, because sometimes you're like, oh, I don't know, these egos might be big, but you know, it's everyone's so down to earth and everyone's so kind and helpful and mm-hmm. everyone at Collider is super cool too because that's always another thing too yeah. when we must Collider it's like how's that going to be well they're great they're everyone there in Collider is great and everyone on the Schmills is really cool that's awesome that's good to hear too, especially <laughs> yeah. being a fan of them um, and listening to them I know I, I'm a fan I don't Ozzy doesn't listen to him too much he doesn't ha- listen to a lot of podcasts though um, funny because he's on a podcast but <laughs> anyway. hey man hey dude Hey, it's all right. It's all right. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, that, that's definitely a relief to hear. But do you have any advice for us as a um, beginning pod? I mean, we've had, we're on episode thirty six. Is this um, Bobby is saying hashtag brand? I don't know exactly what that means, but um, and yeah, now they're dabbing. Um, but yeah, yeah. You, you have you any guys, advice? Uh, I mean, the first thing that comes to my head, and the first thing that I've known, even moving out to LA, because I'm I'm a recent LA person who moved out here mm-hmm. and i've learned a lot about because i work in production too which is another thing i've learned a lot about number one thing man social media social yeah. media is god it's it, if you guys pump up that social media like crazy mm-hmm. it, it really does help and, and 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 if it's like and it doesn't have to be like in a very in your face sort of way it's a, it's more of like an engaging subtle kind of celebra- celebratory sort of way i guess you can say yeah it it, it really it helps out a lot. It helps out a lot. All right. That's, that's awesome. Our, our head of marketing who's sitting right next to me is definitely taking note of that. <laughs> so <laughs> like, Dude, this, this guy knows nothing, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, you just said no pressure. Um, but Hey, Bobby, we love you. We love you, man. We love you. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that's, that's awesome, man. Thanks um, for the advice. Yeah. Um, Ozzy, do you have any, anything you want to ask or do you want to move on to our recommendations? I just, I just got one question and it's completely right. irrelevant. This is, this is going to go back to like an old, old poll that they'll be cast. Oh, okay. Um, but going back to another poll. All right, here. here all we right. Go. All right. Ace, Ace, you, you watched the Mission Impossible series, right? I do. Yeah. And you watched the Jason Bourne series, I, I, I presume, right? I've watched most of them. <laughs> okay, you haven't watched the last one, I think? I have not. I haven't seen the last two. I didn't see the Jeremy Renner one either. Oh, man. Okay, all right. All right. Oh, well, yeah, that's so, fine. So, so Carlos and I had a little debate a few months ago, and Carlos called Jason Bourne the American James Bond, and I highly disagree with that statement because I think Ethan Hunt is the American James Bond. So I just I just want to get your opinion on that. Like, what do you yeah. what do you think? Okay, cool. That's see, if you're telling me what's the better movie franchise, I would have to say Jason Bourne. But if you're telling me who is the American James Bond, it's Ethan Hunt, man. Dang. It's thank you, thank <laughs> you, a hundred percent. I needed that. I needed. That. Yeah, sure. I mean, he <laughs> is he, American. I was thinking about it when I saw the last Mission Impossible movie because I, I am. Again, I know I'm a fan of a lot of things, but here's another thing I'm a huge fan of. I'm an enormous James Bond's fan. Mm-hmm. My family and I have watched James Bond for ever since I could remember, and we watched the movies together, and we've seen every single movie, you know, dozens of times. Yeah. You know, just sit down with the family and watch James Bond. And as watching the recent Mission Impossible movie, I was thinking about it, and I was like, yeah, he really is the, the American, you know, James Bond. He really is. Yeah, man. I mean, I, that's what I was trying to explain to this guy. I was just like, dude, it, 
he has the soundtracks, like the like the spy soundtracks. He has the gadgets. He gets the suits, the nice cars, and he gets the women. James <laughs> Bond for you. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, all right, in my James, defense Jason here, Bourne, Jason Bourne is more of a rogue agent trying to figure yes. out why he was why yeah. he was tested and and who he is and and stuff like that. The last movie they kind of they kind of dove they kind of dove into that direction. Like he has the he has the potential to be. The American James Bond, but they touched on it just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's very. It, it, Jason Bourne is more of a personal story. Like this guy is lost, and he's trying to, you know, trying to remember and get back his memories. And he's a former agent. But I feel like, as far as the agency, you kind of don't know anything about it. And, mm-hmm. and it's more, it's as far as the Mission Impossible team, it's an actual team. You know about you know every character on there and what their purpose is, kind of like James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, in my defense, well, first of all, let me say I did win this poll. Like I said, I was 2-0 before this last one. So I do have the people behind me, but that's a whole other thing. Um, secondly, when I did say this, and this is controversial, honest, I'm not lying to you after the fact. When I said that, I was more talking about his pop culture influence because if you go around and talk and ask somebody – uh, about Jason Bourne, most people are going to know exactly what you're talking about. You say Ethan Hunt, a lot of people aren't going to know. They're going to go, who? And I I actually did that to multiple people. I was just like, all right, Ethan Hunt or Jason Bourne? And they would be like, who's Ethan Hunt? Uh, that's just, that's what I was talking about, to be honest. But whatever. <laughs> that's that's my defense, I guess. Um <laughs> You, so, all right, since we're bringing up all the polls, you know, let's just, let's go to the last one. Screw it. Um, if, if you, if you have time, Ace, we don't want to hold you too long. No, dude, of course. Okay. So, all right. The third poll, this is actually the second one, but in the order that we're talking to them right now. Um, who is the more talented actress? We won't tell you who voted for who. Who is the most talented actress? Margot Robbie or Jennifer Lawrence? Oh. That's the easiest one I've gotten. What? I was waiting for a hard one, man. It's <laughs> by, by a lot. It's freaking Jennifer Lawrence. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think no, but I, I don't know. I don't know if we were talking. I don't know if we were talking. Wait, were we talking just in general or just like by this year's picture? No, we were talking uh, about in general. Okay. Dude, because yeah, remember, I, I, I brought I, up Jennifer Lawrence's. Um, I went. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I went. I, I I went for Margot Robbie. I went yeah. for Margot Robbie. <laughs> What you forgot? That's not. That's not a very good sign. No, uh, no, because I, I just didn't know. I, for, I, I just forgot the timeline of uh, of like how far we're going back. Yeah. Um, um dude, I, I'm but, so happy that you're on the Jennifer Lawrence side of things because this is something yeah. that's been a pet peeve of mine for a long time. There, there's this strange sect of humanity that dislikes Jennifer Lawrence, and I don't understand it. I don't yeah. understand where these people are coming from. Yeah, I, I I I I noticed that very much. But to me, I I don't know. She's just she's very outspoken and she's herself. But to me, I think she's she's a, an amazing actress. She's one of the top actresses right working today. I mean, that's why she. A, a friend of mine made a good point. He said, "Name a person who who rose up like to fame in the last ten years who can hold a a, a movie on their own." And it's Jennifer Lawrence. You can't even think of almost a male actor. It's it's almost solely Jennifer Lawrence. Chris Pratt is up there as far as person who can sell movies now. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence can after Hunger Games, man, she can do anything. Yeah, and it's and, it's incredible because she not only brings in the box office and she's like a prolific actress that everyone knows. She's well known, well liked. I mean, but we that's a whole other discussion. But um, yeah, she she's well liked for the most part. Um, but she's just so talented. Like she has that great balance of she's a superstar, but she's also a fantastic actress. And yeah, that, that's and, something and that's so impressive. And that's the other thing too, is I, I'm also another thing naming things that I'm a big fan of. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of the hunger games movies. I, okay. I really enjoy those movies and I feel like 90% of those movies lies on her. Like everything else you can say, the special effects and the story. Sure. But yeah. it's her performance that drives those movies forward. Well, to me, I would say that it's her m- performance that holds the last two afloat, <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's, that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Um, we'll agree to disagree on that one for now. Um, all right. Let's, let's move away from these polls and kind of just get into our recommendations. Then we'll sign out of here. Ozzy, what are you going to recommend today? I am gonna recommend the Testament of Youth. Okay, you. Oh, was that the one with um Kit Harrington and Alicia Alicia Vikander? Vikander, yeah. Oh yeah. man, I started that and I never finished it. How was it, dude? It was actually pretty good. Um, I saw it, and this is actually based on on a true accounts that happened during I think the First World War. Yeah, for the First World War, mm-hmm. and Alicia Vikander does a fantastic job in this movie. She really carries the weight of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the main character. She um, she does a great job really holding the screen on her own, uh, really holding this on her own. Um, the chemistry that she has with Kit Harrington and, and with all these different actors, it is fantastic. Um, Kit Harrington is also pretty good in this movie. In, um, you see sort of the effects that, that, that he has due, due to the war at the time. And they really do respect um, that time period because there's not there's not a lot of movies that that discuss World War One. I. I think we were talking about this like three weeks ago, mm-hmm. but um, you do see the effects of it, and it, you do see that how some people were just like, ah, it's only going to be for like you know just like a year or whatever. But no, like people were widely mistaken, and you see how the how the war really changed um, a lot of people around that time period. So. The dialogue's great. The acting is great. Um, they respect that time period great. And, um, definitely the cinematography. Uh, the mm-hmm. cinematography of this movie is fantastic. So I highly recommend that movie. It's a great movie. I'm so happy you're coming around on Alicia Vikander. You just hadn't seen much from her. And I'm telling you, she is so, so good. Um, you still need to, have you seen Ex Machina? Not yet. Oh, you still need to watch that. And, uh, I know it's not everybody's movie, but, I still highly recommend the Danish girl, especially just for her performance. She is so good. Um, but Alicia Vikander is amazing. So that's another thing. Um, Ace, do you have anything for us? Yeah. I mean, besides Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Have you guys seen this? Uh, it's a Netflix show. So you, hopefully most people can watch it. It's, uh, Black Mirror. Have you guys seen Black Mirror? No, but I've heard of it. It's on my list. <laughs> Black. Black Mirror, which I'm pretty sure it's Black. Yeah, Black Mirror. It's 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 one of the. It's a super disturbing show. It's super freaking disturbing, and it's and it, it messes with your head so much. But it's it's an anthology type uh, TV show. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like a, an American Horror Story, which I think they do that, but instead of seasons, they do episodes. Oh, really? So 
Yeah. So each episode has no, it's a completely different story. It's basically like a one hour movie. It has nothing to do with the next episode. The only thing that's common in all these episodes is some sort of a theme, which is like the near future or technology in the mm-hmm. near future. And it kind of takes that theme and it has it for each episode and each director and writer has their own take on that theme. It's so freaking good. It's so good. And season two is coming out in a few weeks. And it's um, it's crazy because the finale, I, I won't give anything away, but the finale is just like an epitome of, of all the themes that you've previously seen in all the episodes. So it all kind of comes together and ties in, even though it kind of doesn't tie mm-hmm. in. It's such a beautifully well-told uh, direction that people did. It's like the – what's the old show? Um, um, the Twilight Zone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. People, that, people compare it to the Twilight Zone. Yeah. I, I'm interested. That, that's got – that's, that's yeah, really check interesting. It out. It's, only, it's only five episodes. Oh, okay. I'm definitely interested yeah. now. It's a quick binge too. Yeah, it's – only five episodes um and it's it's uh it's on uh netflix and each episode is completely different from the next one and i had no idea what i was getting into when i started watching it and then i clicked <laughs> on the next episode and i was like what's going on no one's back and everything's <laughs> different but it's because it's a completely different um episode it's basically a, a movie for each episode and uh i've always told people every time i've recommended this sorry if i if you're disturbed by what you see <laughs> <laughs> but uh definitely get past the first one All right. the first one is very much a 50 50 split as far as people who like it but the rest of it kind of keeps it together for the most part but the first one's definitely definitely very weird they're all super weird mm-hmm. and trippy but the first one is might be the weirdest uh once you see the twist that happens but yeah i'll let you guys check it out it's definitely uh an amazing you know sci-fi kind of trippy show that has become some uh pretty big now cool man i'll I'll definitely my yeah i'm definitely gonna check that out actually because i i do trust netflix a lot and um and then I, I think we have pretty similar tastes when it comes to these things as well. So I, I'm interested, definitely. Yeah, Netflix is killing it so far, and, and they definitely killed it with this one. Yeah. So. All right, my recommendation is pretty much just a cop-out, and this is just because I once, I once again want to really push this show because, again, people still crap on it. It drives me insane. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I have to recommend it again. Binge the second and third seasons. They are worth it. Catch up on the show and watch it. Please, 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 please. That's all I got. That's all I'm going to say. Please. (laughs) One thing I I can add, I know I'm going a little bit long and I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Uh, One thing I can add is that at Comic-Con, we were all, we were, we had a team covering TV and I was like, dude, I have to be on TV coverage. So I covered TV for them. And then when they were going down the list as far as TV shows, like Arrow, Supergirl, this, that, they're okay, you're covering this, you're covering that. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., who wants to cover that? And I'm like, I'll cover it. All right, you need a co-host. Who's covering that with him? Nobody. And I was like, no one else watches the show. And I'm like, come on, guys, watch the show. So when I did my little, you know, schmoes no video about it, I'm literally screaming at the camera telling people to watch the show. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. I The fact that people are still watching and are sticking with Arrow and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is unwatched is ridiculous. Oh, man. Last yeah. season of Arrow. I can, dude, I can have a full hour about that. That, ugh. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm one of the people who I hated season three. I was okay with season four, but it hated how it ended. So yeah, we, we, I'm, a, I have a feeling we could talk about those CW shows for a while. Yeah. Um, but that's again, a whole nother discussion that we don't have time for on this episode, <laughs> but maybe we'll have you on again once we get to the mid season of these CW shows. Like that could be an interesting podcast and we can talk yeah, sure. CW. Um, all right. Ozzy, you want to sign us out? Yeah, of course. Ace, where can people find you, man? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Squad Leader Ace. All right, man. And Carlos, where can people find you? Twitter and Instagram at Cherry456. And make sure you follow us on all the social medias now at Screenfellows. We got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Check those out. Um, Head of Marketing, Bobby, runs that as well. So that's definitely um, entertaining. And also, we are working on, oh, and also the YouTube channel. God, I almost forgot about that. Our head of video production is here as well. Um, we've got tons of behind-the-scenes videos. We're going to have segments from the show, tons of stuff going up on YouTube. So, again, check that out as well. Um, so, yeah, that's all I got. All right, guys, and you can find me on Twitter at Castro Ozzy and also on Instagram at Ozzy Cray. As Carlos previously said, we have a Facebook page, Instagram page, Twitter, and YouTube. It's all at Screenfellas. Check it out. We have some great stuff. Bobby is in charge of our media. You know, he's hilarious. Um, if, if you don't believe that, just go on our YouTube channel as Miles is head of that as well. And Bobby gives his definitive top ten biopics. Which is, <laughs> that, that was a that's a hilarious that was a segment. That was that was a hilarious segment. Not gonna lie to you. Um, Slightly but offensive, right, but hilarious. <laughs> all right, guys. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, guys. That help us a lot. If you guys would please listen, rate, and review the show, guys. This is Screen Fellas. 